What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Michael Mars Show. Today is Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. This is episode 72, and we got a great episode for you today. I'm joined by Cameron Cheeseman, long snapper for the Washington football team, rocks number 54. And as a long-term uh, Washington fan, dude, it's a pleasure to have you on, bro. Dude, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, bro. Of course, man. Uh, first question I got for you, or first topic, uh, drafted in the sixth round of the 2021 NFL Draft. What was the draft process like for you from the combine pro day and ultimately getting the phone call from Washington? So for me, it started, you know, I actually didn't play last year and a lot of people didn't really know that. So my last college football season was 2019. Uh, and after that season ended, you know, that was my fourth season. Uh, and I actually registered in my freshman year. So I technically had a fifth year of eligibility. Um, so after our last game against Alabama, I'm thinking about, all right, my fifth year's coming around. I know I want to come back because with my hopes of playing in the NFL, I'm like, it'll be good to have one more season uh, playing, you know, for Michigan in the Big Ten. So after that season ended, there's that period where we got to go home for a little bit. Um, and then winter workout started again for the 2020 season. So I come back working out and I'm talking with Coach Harbaugh and stuff. You know, February, you remember February 2020, that's kind of when COVID started to, you know, mm -hmm. come about. Um, and we didn't think it was that serious, you know, as a country. I feel like we were kind of like, all right, let's just take it day by day. Um, you know, and that was, went on vacation in March. You know, things were going going good. Uh, and then the lockdown and everything happened. The so they sent us home for a couple months. So I went back to Columbus, was training, you know, for the college football season. Um, and when we got back in the summer, um, you know, I was talking with Coach Harbaugh and some of the other coaches, and I, and I told him, I was like, this is my fifth year. I have all the classes I need to graduate. Uh, in order for me to come back and play my fifth year, I do need a scholarship again. Uh, I was scholarship the last two years. So they told me, they're like, right now we don't have a scholarship for you. And I, and I knew that, you know, kind of going into that conversation with years prior, it was kind of the same thing. You know, me coming into Michigan as a preferred walk-on. Um, you have to get it on a year to year basis. So the, the time came, um, it was about August. And I think that's when they canceled the big 10 season. Um, and I went to go Charles, like, am I going to be, you know, on scholarship and is like, is there a scholarship available? And he said that, that there wasn't. Hmm. And I told him, well, given the fact that the big 10 season's canceled for the fall, do you think there's going to be a spring semester? Do you think I could be on scholarship for that? Uh, and he said, not at the time, like there was no scholarship to give me. So I was like, well, you know, pretty much that was it for me at Michigan. So I went home back to Columbus. I decided, you know, this is it for my college career. I'm going to just start training now for the NFL. A couple of weeks home, they brought the Big Ten season back. Now, I didn't have a scholarship, but, you know, seeing those guys playing, I was like, oh, like, you know, I wish I could have been there. It was tough. But, you know, I continued training, uh, got with my agent um, that I signed with in December. Uh, and that's when really my, that pro, like draft, pre-draft process started for me heavily. You know, I was training, working out in Columbus. Um, and then I think our pro day was in, or not pro, yeah, our pro day was March, maybe. Um, so I trained January, February for that, played in the Senior Bowl. Uh, I was very fortunate enough to get that invite. And then 
went back to Michigan, which was definitely weird not playing the year before, but being back there with all the guys and I did my pro day. Um, and then that time between pro day and the draft was like really nice because it actually gave me a chance to like relax. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to travel, went to Florida, visit my grandparents, uh, you know, kind of unwind. Um, but it was a waiting game after that, you know, with being a, you know, a, a draftable prospect and, you know, a senior coming out of college, you have all these conversations with all these coaches and scouts um, and they can be, you know, very, you know, detailed and you can get nervous. You know, you're like, is this team want me? Do they not? Are they just reaching out because, you know, they just want to get information. I mean, I heard from over half of pretty much all the NFL teams um, in some way or another, whether it was just a scout or something reaching out for information. Um, But after that, let's see. April rolled around. I'm having these Zoom calls with these coaches and scouts continue to happen. And then you know, you, you don't definitely like exactly know where you're going. Like a lot of teams, a few teams, like two or three will express like a lot of interest. And and for me, that was one Washington. I knew they were high on the board as far as looking for a long snapper. So the draft came and bam, like I got so I knew Washington had at the time, like two seventh round picks, I think. And I don't think they had any sixth round picks. So I was like, there may be a chance I might go in the seventh round. If not, you know, I could be going after the draft, signing an undrafted free agent deal, you know, with Washington. Mm-hmm. And let's see. So a long snapper, it was the first year in NFL history, two long snappers were drafted. So uh, Thomas Fletcher from Alabama, he was drafted, I believe, two picks before me um by Carolina and when that happened I was like oh like definitely you know stung a little bit um but at that time I knew you know it looks like I'm probably going to be going to Washington um but once that pick was made I Washington didn't have a six-round pick yet they still had two in the seventh um well I'm looking at you know a little like thing at the bottom where it shows who's drafting next I'm sitting at home with like 30 40 of my family members family and friends and I see Washington, like, you know, it changed. It, like, pops up, like, they're on the like clock. they traded? Yeah. Yeah, they traded with Philly. Um, and then I got a phone call from Virginia. I think it was maybe Ashburn, Virginia was, yeah. Um, and I was like, there it is. Like, I was running outside, like, telling, like, some of my family, like, I'm like, it's them, it's them, it's them. <laughs> Had them come inside. I, it was Coach Rivera on the phone. Um, and that was, that was amazing, like, that – having that feeling like, you know, working so hard for that. Um, but they made the pick. Coach Rivera told me I was coming to Washington and told my family, everyone was going nuts. Uh, and that's then, such a cool experience, dude. Oh, dude, it was. And, and it was funny because once he told me like, all right, some guys are going to be calling you. And immediately, I wouldn't say 10 minutes after, like I was drafted officially, I was on like media calls, Zoom calls, like, right after mm. and it was it was it was good you know because I'm I loved it I was like all right like these are these are fun but at the same time I hear all my family members in the other room in the living room like screaming and I'm just like oh I just want to like enjoy that real quick with them um but it was good you know I came out and everyone was just taking we were taking pictures and you know it was awesome and then here nice. we are today so did you do uh, any private workouts for teams like besides your um like the combine and besides the pro day at Michigan did you do any private workouts so 
I did not. And this year, I think in particular, it was a lot more difficult just with the COVID uh, precautions and stuff mm-hmm. going on. Um, but I see that that probably will happen more in the next couple of years, just going back to the way it was. But yeah, they didn't, I didn't have anything pre-draft. And Nice. Well, um, you, you're obviously a rookie. We still got one game left in the season, but mm-hmm. since you've been drafted, what are a few standout memories that you've had or that have stuck with you since joining the league? Dude, I mean, it's crazy just like how fast the season flew by. I know Tress uh, and Hop, you know, they, they would always tell me, I remember like day one and like OTAs, they were telling me like this season will fly by. Um, and it did like just not having to deal with like all of my class load and like all that work and stuff on the, on the side with football, like in college, mm-hmm. dude, it just, it flew by like faster than I thought. Um, but I would say like just building memories, like going to the different stadiums and definitely like seeing like how it's different from college. Um, but I, I do believe like I was prepped very well going through the Michigan program um, with coach Harbaugh, just with his NFL background that was something he really like emphasized was like that business, like, like NFL, like platform, which I Mm -hmm. think it allowed me to kind of, you know, pick up things quicker once I got here. Um, and I got to give a lot of credit to like all, all my side coach, like special teams coordinators at Michigan, um, you know, setting me up for success here. Um, but yeah, just meeting all the new team, like all my new teammates. I remember walking on day one and I like forgot that I had to learn, 50, 60 guys, all their names, faces. And I'm just like, I don't even know how I did that at Michigan. Cause by the time I left Michigan, I pretty much knew everybody. So mm-hmm. that was, uh, that was definitely a fun, fun thing I had to work through. Well, that kind of uh, partially ties into my next question, which was um, since you've been in the NFL, what player team or stadium are you really looking forward to, um, to playing in, in the future next season? Or like, which one is yeah. really special that you already played in? I think a team that, really excited me was actually our opener against the chargers because I grew up a chargers fan. Even though I grew up in Columbus, I grew up a chargers fan. That was the, uh, LaDainian Tomlinson, Antonio Gates. Team, baby. Um, and I just really liked the, the lightning bolt, you know, their, yeah, their whole uh, mascot and everything like that. But, um, speaking on that, that is actually one stadium I'm excited to play in. Uh, I don't believe we play there next year, but in, uh, in my years to come playing at, SoFi, I believe it's called. Um, yeah, SoFi. Out there in LA. I think that's going to be one stadium I'm going to really enjoy. Um, this year, you know, I played in the Falcons, Miami, um, Tampa back in college, and then Dallas too. I, I got to play those stadiums in college. Um, but my favorite stadium this year was definitely uh, the Vegas. Allegiant. Allegiant, yeah, that was, that was sweet. And especially like when we came in off the plane, you know, you see the strip and yeah. then like right behind the strip is the stadium. And it was like, this is sick. Like, yeah, I was actually vacationing in Vegas like a year and a half ago during the COVID season in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I was at overlooked Allegiant stadium. And I was like, dude, one day I got to see my skins play there, bro. I was like, yeah. that, that needs to have, it's such a cool looking stadium. And it was grass too. And I didn't think I was like, it's grass. Like it's an indoor stadium. And that was something cool too, to, to see yeah. that. What's kind of wild is they actually, I think Arizona does this and um, Vegas does this. They roll the grass out and like give it sunlight and then push it back into the stadium like yeah. periodically, which I think is crazy. But yeah, I didn't um, know that. yeah. now uh, another question I got for you, 
is um, what's going through your mind before big special teams play? Like, are you, uh, is there a lot of conversation between you and, um, you know, the people that you're working with, or is it kind of you guys are just like mind your own, getting ready for the play? Yeah. So this was actually our game against the Giants this year when we kicked the game winner. That was actually my first ever snap, like a last second end of the game, game winning kick of my career, like college included. So uh, that was definitely a first. And that was, I guess a confidence booster moving forward after that, but uh, our approach to a, a like a big kick like that, it's you know you'd think it'd be different, but in all reality, it is the same mentality as just an extra point at the beginning of the game. We do our same thing, you know. Trust and I, we get some warm up snaps on the sideline, um, you know, get things loose, you know, make sure we're good to go. Um, but besides that, for the most part me kicker and the punter we usually don't talk that much you know we kind of just get in our zone you know pay attention to the game you know kind of watch what the situation is um you know you just you got to trust yourself when you go out there and kind of just think of it as any other snap you know it's it's no different than one you do at practice you know on a Wednesday um you know it's the same thing and I get that's for me that's what helps me you know overcome you know, any fear or nervousness that I may have. So, yeah. And this is a, it's kind of a random question, but I guess it kind of ties in when you're doing like two minute drills at practice, like what's the intensity like, like compared to obviously game like situation is a lot more intense. Cause like, there's a lot more on the line, but how is it replicated in practice? Yeah. So we actually don't run any two minute, like end of the game, like simulations in our practice. I think we did do one maybe back over the summer. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing, like, I guess, I don't know if it's our team or if other teams do that, but yeah, we, we pretty much, our practice routine's pretty simple. We might have one live field goal, you know, session as a team a week um, where I'll get, you know, six or seven short snaps in a three minute period. And that's the thing that differs from games is when you're in practice, you're taking these reps over and over again and sometimes it can be hard to, you know, maintain that sense of focus. Like, all right, this snap, like here, here it is. Cause when you get into a game, all the buildup on the sideline, watch the team drive down the field, bam, you go out there for one snap. And you know, that's the most important play is that next play. So trying to mimic that in practice and trying to think, all right, this is the snap that counts. Treat this one like a game rep. You know, that's mm -hmm. what allows me to kind of move that over to the games is you know this is the snap that matters this is one snap and um, we go from there nice well this is a this is a throwback question but you attended lincoln high school in ohio quick shout yeah. out to the ohio boys uh tanner narcisse jack yeah. i went on vacation went on a ski trip with them yeah the boys so a big shout out to them but yeah attended lincoln high school in ohio committed to michigan in december of 2015 rock number 33 for um, the wolverines was Michigan an easy choice for you to commit to? And uh, what other schools were you choosing between at the time? Yeah, that's, it's funny. And I love talking about this because people, if they don't know, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. So growing up, I was born to hate Michigan. Like my family, Ohio State all the way. We don't like Michigan. And as I got older, you know, as Ohio State got really good, I would always watch them on TV with families at parties, get togethers. And they'd play like so good. I was like, I want a team to give them a game. Like, and I'd start, I found myself rooting for the other team. 
towards like my sophomore, junior year of high school. So when it came time, it was it wasn't until like December, January when Michigan actually reached out to me. Um, but it was it was crazy because Ohio State they didn't reach out to me at all. They got a guy on scholarship a year prior to me, so they weren't necessarily looking for another snapper to bring in. Mm-hmm. So I was actually my top two schools were Michigan and Central Michigan, and I was on my way up to Central Michigan to commit to them. Uh, and I stopped at Michigan again before that because uh, it was right on the way, three hours Ann Arbor, um, five hours Central Michigan, and they're literally in a straight line from Columbus. Brought my dad, my parents, stopped at Michigan one more time, and I was just sitting there, and I was like, I grew up like an Ohio State fan watching the game, and the opportunity to be able to like play in this game is right here in front of me. Now, both of uh, those opportunities were preferred walk-ons. So at that point, they were kind of like even, you know, in that regard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I got to go to Michigan. I was like, this is like Big Ten football. So um, they told me like, wait, you're going to Central Michigan. Like, if this is still what you want to do, come back down tomorrow and like, let us know. So came back down to Michigan and I committed that the next day so nice dude and what were like obviously the atmosphere was mad but um like you know playing at the shoe or playing at the big house and some of those like massive big 10 rivalries like what were the, what were those atmospheres like <laughs> well when we played at ohio state i always tell people this is the most at home but foreign place i feel like i've ever been because when i ran out of, onto the field it was just booze obviously mm-hmm. um but it was it was so cool like playing like that was a dream of mine is playing it in ohio state stadium but being able to do it in the game, like I couldn't have asked for a better opportunity, but the big house, 110,000 fans, like you can't beat that. Like biggest stage in college football. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was fun. I think big 10 football is the best. I mean, obviously between like sec, big 10, but those like two conferences, all those games are always crazy. But um, on a side note, um, you were also planning to be a dentist after your NFL career um, right. scored in the 92nd percentile on your admissions test, which is crazy impressive. Um, when and how did you become passionate about dentistry? Yeah. So I, I always wanted to be in the medical field, you know, growing up, I remember the first thing I ever wanted to do was a heart surgeon. Uh, I remember Googling as a kid, what job makes the most money? <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was like a surgeon like that brain heart surgeon. So I was like, that's what I want to do. Um, but you know, as I got older, I playing the sports I did, I experienced so many different injuries. Uh, and I kind of was like, all right, like medicine, this is like, this is cool. Like I was fascinated by just orthopedics and like fixing the body and how the body worked. Um, and I always loved science and math classes, uh, growing up elementary through middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. So got to college and I found emergency medicine once I got into college, like really cool. You know, I was watching the shows like the hospital shows where people are being rushed into the ER with like craziest injuries. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. So I actually got an opportunity to shadow at a a hospital in Michigan. Um, Spent, spent a day there. Uh, And let's just say when I left the things I saw, I left and I said, I am not going to do that. Cause I, I left and I'm like, all that stuff that happened, like that's real life. Like all the people I saw, like, those are real people. Like 
that like emotionally like mentally like a little traumatic me out. i was like i don't want to be a part of that so i was like talking to my parents like what else could i do um and i just i started researching like, dentistry and stuff like that and um you know i really found it fascinating and connected with some alumni uh and orthodontist in michigan at michigan's campus um jim mcnamara who basically became a mentor to me and i got to work with him and actually got uh co-published with him on a research article that fixes the underbars underbite it's called the carrier appliance um and it got published in that too so and i just fell in love with it from there so it was it was fun you know i enjoyed it and studied a lot for the dental exam and i'm happy how i did but uh i'm hoping i'm gonna have to retake that because i've made a career in football so what are some things that you really enjoy doing outside of football yeah so first off as i've been here i've been starting to golf more um shout out the nfl Love the it. nfl life uh is me snapping and me golfing whenever i get an opportunity um I also love to go camping. My family, we've gone camping pretty much my whole life. Uh, I love doing that. Love traveling different places. Um, and really like watching movies. Like I, I love movies. I love a good, you know, Netflix show and, and stuff like that when I get some free time. Um, and I love like pretty much a lot of things with cars too. My dad's drag race my whole life. I love going to, you know, drag races and stuff like that um whenever i'm home uh with him um but yeah i used to play baseball too so nice did you play it. that in high school yeah i did so what, what position i was a pitcher and I actually that's what i thought i was going to do in college um really up until my senior year i was like all right football probably not going to work and found my uh my game you know with long snapping so nice but yeah i was a pitcher and, so uh, when you played high school football, what other positions did you play? Were you just primarily snapper or did you also play a little bit of defense? I played center. I was our uh, starting center there my senior year. Um, and, yeah, that was – I was actually pretty much one of the only ones who could snap and block at the same time. So it was – they kind of were like, you got to play here. We need you here. And I was like, that's cool. Like, I already long snap now, so. Perfect. Yeah, but I actually didn't letter until my varsity year or my senior year i didn't letter until my senior year one of the final questions i got for you before we wrap up and um only if you're comfortable talking about it but what are your uh thoughts on the washington football team getting a new team name and like what is the excitement uh amongst the boys in the locker room about the yeah. new team name so growing up it's always the washington redskins you know i always grew up to who they were so I guess when I found out they're becoming the Washington football team, um, I mean, I kind of thought it was cool, like a cool name, like just the Washington football team. It's like simple. It's to the point. It's like it's the football team. Uh, but yeah, as, as we go here in the next, you know, month or so, we're, we're going to get our new name. Like I'm hyped. Like I'm excited, not only for like the organization, like we're going to have a new name, um, but like, for the gear, <laughs> the gear looks sick, cool. but I also feel bad because, you know, I just started getting people jerseys and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to get all new ones for everyone, you know, with the, with the, how the new Jersey looks and stuff. Um, but yeah, we're, we're all excited in the locker room. You know, it's, it's going to feel like a fresh start in a sense, mm -hmm. you know, whatever we had, like 
in the past, like this is our team to start a new legacy um, with whatever the name may be. But, uh, you know, we're still going to be the same team at heart, you know, same dedication, same drive. So, yeah, we'll go from, we're excited. And none of the players know. Really? So That's players. what I was yeah i wasn't sure if, if you guys had to keep it a secret or if you guys were just no, completely left out no, we don't know only a few from what i know only a few people know um wow. so yeah we we don't know we all throw around like options of what everyone thinks it's going to be but yeah the speculation on twitter is hilarious like uh oh. there was there's was like a video of like ron rivera opening up a helmet in the office and people mm -hmm. are like zooming in on the glare yeah. off the window and they're like oh yeah. that looks like a w or it looks like this Oh yeah, people are trying to like come up with these conspiracy theories and like say, oh, this has to be the like researching stuff about a color or something. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Some of the the concepts that uh, that I saw like included like an all black alternate jersey because I think the NFL yeah. is allowing like one new alternate jersey because I know the NBA does it crazy. Like every almost every game they're wearing a new jersey out there, but the NFL has been kind of standard with colors. So, um, you know, I'm excited for that. And also, like, as a Washington fan, it's an exciting time because hopefully also in the coming years we'll get a new stadium. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah. My career. what is one piece of advice that you could give to everyone watching or listening? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> I would say basically a motto I live by because actually my junior year of uh, high school, I was at the point where, like I said, with baseball, I, I almost just wanted to focus on baseball. And I was like, that's what I want to do in college. And I was like, I'm about to give up football. I was like, I don't want to play football anymore. You know, I talked to my family and they're like, no, like you played your whole life. Like you're going to play football. Like you have a lot of potential, like just do it one more year, just have fun. Um, so my motto that like I've gone, gone by like throughout my whole career, if I can speak this correctly is you'd rather say, I can't believe I did that. Then I wish I did that. Mm. You know, so like with yeah. me, it's just, that's, I mean, for everyone, you know, that's listening, it's don't be afraid to try something and fail. You know, you just want to do, go out there and do what you want to do. Um, because at, at the end of the day, you'd rather say that. You'd say, I can't believe I tried that. I failed, but like, it sucks. I failed, but at the flip side of that, five years down the road, you don't want to be saying, man, I wish I would have done that. Like, I wish I would have had that opportunity, seen it through and like gave it, gave it a shot. I think so, that's great advice, man. Yeah, dude. Just live life day by day, you know? Awesome, dude. That, I, I completely agree with that advice. Um, everyone scroll down below, follow Cameron on Instagram at cam cheese 33. It'll be uh, like I said, below in the description, any other uh, places, platforms people can follow you at or shout outs. Uh, I think my Twitter is the same. Okay. He's 33, I think. Yeah, I'll have it all in the description. So if anyone's listening, just throw it down below. Check it out. Make sure to give him a follow. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate five stars and give a review. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and share the video. It was an absolute honor talking to you, Cameron. Um, first episode with the Washington uh, football team player. And um, I've been a fan my whole life. So it's an absolute honor for me, man. Yeah, man. This is a pleasure, bro. I appreciate you having me on, dude. It's been fun. Of course, man. Anytime. Look forward to keeping in touch with you. But today was Wednesday, January 5th, 2022. This is episode 72. I was joined by Cameron Cheeseman, long snapper for the Washington football team. I'm your host of this show, Michael Marr, and I'll see you guys next week.